Welcome to Technicolor, the intergenerational podcast by, for, and about Black women that examines all the unexpected places that we show up in. Hey y'all, welcome back to Technicolor Tuesday and this is actually the only thing we're going to talk about today. Um, you right it is. Episode. So as we mentioned last week, Bree and I are doing uh, just episodes for the month of July and we're really excited. We get to um, talk about some fun breezy stuff and uh, make sure you're not left hanging until the fall. So today we're going to talk about all the things we are geeking out on. Hey, Bree, catch us yes. up. What's going on with you? Awesome. So, so if you listen to the previous episode, you know that I've been very, very busy with uh, starting a new job and meeting someone and being vulnerable and mushy and all that jazz. But I have set aside time to geek out on things. Yeah. And you will be very happy to know that I finally started reading Children of Blood and Bone. <gasps> and it's amazing. Finally. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, she's going to be so happy about this. I am so proud of you. Isn't it like you're just? Oh my gosh! It it makes me upset that I didn't start reading it (laughs) as soon as you recommended it because this is right up my alley. It is, but fortunately for you, there's a book two that's already out. There is, and she's working on. It's supposed to be a trilogy, right? Yes, and book three, we don't know when it's coming out. So I haven't read book. I reread book one. I haven't read book two, and my child has like all but cursed me out about not reading it. But also she was like, but now I have to wait for book three. So that's why I kind of haven't read it yet. Right. But she got a huge payout. Um, and there will be a movie. And that's what I heard she's getting the Harry Potter treatment. Yes. So literally all the things like talk about real black girl. I cannot wait because it's so, she really fleshes out the whole world. I cannot wait to see that on screen. I cannot wait. The magic, the, the, the the dialect, the violence, like it's just, I love the violence. It gives you everything. So are you close to finishing or have you finished? Oh no, I'm not finished yet. I'm maybe halfway through. Yeah, but I was as soon as um as soon as they ran into the princess, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in here, and she's gonna be so happy that I'm like obsessed now. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. I know it's been out for a little while, and I'm late to the party, but I still don't want to give anything away just in case anybody listening wants to start. It's a good idea too. <laughs> okay, you will call or text me as soon as you finish that book, and I you will run and get the next book. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm so excited. What else are you geeking out on? And yay for reading, because you know we love books. You know, books. <laughs> yes. Um, also into audiobooks as well. The audio ver- book version of this is amazing because the woman they got to read it, her voice acting is awesome. Flawless. Okay. Love it. Um I've been geeking out on, I got my little list, but just to sidestep the books, I got a HelloFresh subscription because I said going into my 30s that I was going to cook more. Oh yeah, I turned 30 since the last time you guys were listening. Woohoo. Happy belated birthday. Right. I was just like, I'm going to start cooking more and this shit is a breeze. I can cook. 
<laughs> you know, they all it is is science. Cooking is just math and science. You know, um, you just um, you just <laughs> taking a measured amount of one concoction, mixing it with another concoction. Boom, you got another element. I I'm, got this. It's a breeze. I am going to beg to differ. <laughs> I was cooking and and it's weird because I can bake, so I get you know the math. See, baking is fun, yeah. But, but there is like a there's something there's just a little something else. Like for me, baking is step by step. And baking is more science for sure. Yes, you have to follow the steps, or else you will get a surprise that typically isn't what you're looking for and occasionally is like amazing. Um, but cooking, no, too many variables. Like, no, HelloFresh makes me feel like a chef. For that, you get this certain flavor. Uh -uh, It's too much. I can't. Yeah. So, and that's how I felt about it. And I was out here having bowls of cereal for dinner with no shame. So I was just like, I needed to be better, but yeah, HelloFresh is awesome. My friend Johnny, he gave me a free box. And I was just like, I can do this shit. And sure enough, it's amazing. So what's been your favorite dish? Um, There's been like this chili pork bowl, which is, you know, if you like Asian takeout, it's yeah. basically that equivalent. Oh, so good. I can't believe I've made it myself. Okay. Because, um, I mean, there's nothing pre-made. They're sending you all fresh ingredients. And you're still doing all the prep work, chopping up everything and mixing it up in the pan and I don't know. It just is simpler when they already have the things. Because my thing is, I hate grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. I don't like going to the grocery store and walking down the aisles and, okay, I need this very specific ingredient. I'm not doing all of that. I don't have the patience. I'm super lazy when it comes to that. Um, But it just made it easier not to plug fucking HelloFresh. HelloFresh, if you're listening, call us. (laughs) (laughs) And then... What, am I just going down my list? Are we doing yeah, we'll back just, well, oh, okay. Let me throw in a couple things. What I'm so in the midst of all the work I'm working that I'm doing. I, so stars, I got stars. I want to say December. They were running like that. The promo the thing they do, that, like five bucks. Yeah, right. And didn't start watching it, even though they were taking this money out of my account until. Probably May. And then they came out last month with the series Run the World. And it's the girlfriends I wish we'd had. Is it though? No, no, no. Like it's not. So it's been called the black version of Sex in the City. Fuck that. <laughs> okay, the black sex in the city. I, I'm enticed. Okay, let's pull this up. It's just to me, it's the girlfriends we should have had, not that angsty ass. And I love Tracy Ellis Ross, but you know, I the whole show was about her finding the. I'm so, and we're not doing oh, that. No. Again we talked about this last season. Yeah, I, when I was so disappointed, like some things you don't need to revisit, and I did not need to go back and check out girlfriends all over again. Thanks for that. But run the world on stars. Check that out. Um, I'll add it to my list. I like it a lot. And there's an episode that they have with their shrink. So they all have the same. And there's a story how that happened. But they all see the same shrink. And it's Rosie O'Donnell. And I won't spoil anything, but I will say this. 
Rosie was so perfect. Yeah. In that episode. And I, she's been chilling heavily. I forgot about Rosie. She had a badass haircut, too. I mean, you know, adopting and raising all these damn kids. I, <laughs> I forgot that's what she was doing. She yeah. Angelina Jolie before Angelina did. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, and then, you know, I'm always about the podcast, especially when I'm walking. Um, and I've been listening to Hello Seven. Um, by Rachel Rogers. She wrote the book, We All Should Be Millionaires or something like that. And so I'm, you know, cause I'm trying to be about my business. So I'm listening to a lot of business podcasts, but I'm always on my podcast game. And that's good. Yeah. You know, oh. I started a new podcast, but my podcast is way less like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't want to say PC because I don't even know what podcast it is that what they're talking about on your podcast. But like I was listening to Horrible Decisions. And if anybody knows what that podcast is, it's pretty much a sex positive, no pink shaming sort of podcast. Very very rated, (laughs) rated XX. It's not terrible, but they just talk about different kinks, people with foot fetishes, people who they interview people who have OnlyFans. They interview uh, polygamous couples. What's it called again? Horrible decisions. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yeah, it's just fun because every now and then you just need a little trash, you know. Oh, every cool. now, <laughs> every now and then you just need to spice it up. And they, it's hosted by two chicks from New York, and they're just hilarious. And they just run through the list of all of their hotels, and it's fun. All of their hotels. Their their hotels. Oh, their hotels. Oh my lord. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hotels. T A L E S. Okay. Look. So when Issa Rae came out years ago with her hotation, oh, like, I was like, all the girls need. They just need to do you need options sometimes. What? Respectfully, <laughs> respectfully. Sometimes you just need to do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm with saying another consenting adult. But as Ooh. long as it's consensual, do whatever you want to. So there's that. So yes, I will be checking out horrible decisions because it sounds it's, like it's just fun. It's up my alley. Like they the last episode they just interviewed a couple that met at a sex club. Very interesting. Yeah, and they're, and they're in a dom sub relationship, and they're still together. Yeah, it's just people are interesting. So the writer in me is like, I need to be. <laughs> so that's you. Know, so you know, I'm always, I've always got an idea flowing, and and I'm was in the process of writing book two of my um date. Walker series and so she's you know she's having sex with this vampire and I was just like I don't I so sex is something that's hard for me to write about and so I was like how do I describe these positions and blah 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 so I went online if anyone ever pulls my um google search search history girl I went online and I found it a Kar- Karma Sutra um, modern website with like 
really cool um drawn figures in it and i was like oh ooh. And so, <laughs> it also tells you like the benefit of each position and i was like okay so then i can explain like why this is <laughs> so yeah research research exactly yes. and speaking of research that's the one thing i've been also going heavily in is hexes and hoodoo Yes. Tell me more. So, okay. So I, I have a book idea that came to me. Um, what is it? The summer solstice, winter equinox, always get them confused. So the summer, just the summer solstice. Okay. Summer solstice. And I had just watched, um, witches of Eastwick. I've seen witches of Eastwick. Um, Cher, Susan Sarandon, and Cher is in this. Yes, and so it's like the eighties, um, early nineties, and it's about three women that come together, and the three of them coming together ignite their magic. But also, there was an event that kind of led up to it, which was Jack Nicholson coming to town, and he's you know this devil type dude the three of them end up sharing. It's it's actually very misogynistic if you think about it. Um, I Anyway, re- check out the movie or read the book. I will. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, so um, I was watching it because I will always watch, you know, witch stuff. And I was like, oh, let me revisit this and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, mm, it's time for a, like a retelling of this, but also without them sharing the same dude. Um, and it, that came up for me right around the winter, the summer solstice. And so I am, I have this idea about what happens when women get together and like unleash their magic unknowingly at first and then knowingly. And so this is marinating in my head. So I'm reading a lot about Santeria, voodoo, hoodoo, and all the things. Let me know if you come across interesting. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but yeah. So I'm, I'm loving that, like being able to deep dive into that. And really, um, I think I want to start, especially on my uh, Southern Girl Media platform, really like having some conversations around the differences um, because the terms are used interchangeably, but there are distinct differences between each um practice and so really hoodoo is root work as we know it but it's of the land and it's all the things and so i'm really excited sorry i just went into it no i'm super excited for the things that because i'm sure you're going to drop that in the group chat with me and tyler so i can't wait to learn all the things yes well y'all like whenever i get i find an interesting resource i I send it to Tyler and Bree because I know they'll get it immediately and won't Correct. be like, okay, this chick is just here she goes again. Correct. I hate having to explain myself. I really do. Or to fit like I just here. I'm giving this to you. Do with it what you will. Yes. <laughs> so check it out. Report back. <laughs> but to sort of piggyback off of that, uh, as far as what I've been geeking out on, I've been trying to, well, not trying to, but focusing on my the things that I think and the things that I write and the things that I say because I realize that everything is manifesting everything is coming to fruition and I touched based on that in the last episode um just talking about the way that my life has shifted but I literally talked that up I literally spoke it into existence like to think that I quit my job on April 18th 
And then I had a job interview May 11th, my very first one. And then the next day I had that job. Like it just, it just feels too surreal. The timeline of everything is just like, I really spoke up exactly what I wanted. I said the job that I wanted and I got that job. So let's dig into that a little bit because so you, when you say you were speaking it, who were you speaking it to? Like, how were you talking about it? Um, like, uh, I guess it started just talking with my sister, like just, I guess, complaining just about how much I did not like the current job I was at. And she was just like, well, what would you rather be doing? Like, what what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? And I was just like, well, I would want a job like this. I still want to work from home. I really like working from home now. I would want to do something where I could help people where I felt like I was contributing to something bigger than myself and um, just talking like that. And then I started talking to uh, the girl I'm dating. And she was just like, oh, yeah, that's that's super attainable. You can have those things. And I just started talking about it more like, yeah, I can't wait till I'm at this job where okay. I have I, I started talking. Stop talking about it as if, oh, this is something that I want to. I can't wait till I have this thing. Like, I know it's out there. I just can't wait till it's mine. And then something in my mind clicked. It was just like, well, how am I going to get that thing if I'm still giving my energy to this place that I hate? Yes. And so I just detached all that energy and I just quit and it just, everything just sort of fell into place after that. And I feel like just from talking to the people that I care about and writing about it in my journals and just thinking about it all the time and visualizing like, oh my gosh, I want to be so much happier once I get to this new, new place. And I don't know, it just, it feels like it fell into my lap, but I, I worked for it. So when you journal about it, do you journal about it? as like something to hope for or do you journal about it as if you have it already if that makes sense um so I did both um it started off as a I wish that my job I wish that the place I was at right now was more like this I wish the job that I was at had these things and and that transitioned into uh you know, when I leave here, the next place I work at, you know, this is going to have this. And yeah. I can't wait till I get there. It just sort of transitioned as my thoughts transitioned. The yeah. way that my mind just sort of uh, evolved as I'm on this, you know, sort of spiritual evolution of self. And so- I, love, I love that. And I, I may have shared with you, like years ago, I wrote a, it was after my divorce. And it was a few years, so it wasn't like right away. But um, I was you know, dating and having my own hotation for, you know, yes, the hotation. I was just doing me actually. And enjoying. I do what the fuck I want. Yes. <laughs> but also thinking about when I would go, when I was ready for a long-term, my next long-term relationship, what I actually wanted. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it down like 10, maybe 14 things. And I would say about four years late. And then I put it in my journal and forgot about it. Like, you know, because that's what I dump whatever's in my head. And then I go into my business. When I was ready, the person who met that criteria showed up. (laughs) And I went back and was like, like he triggered it. Actually, my my husband, he triggered like a, I don't know. We've been dating about six months and I was like, Oh my God, wait, I think this dude like is everything on my list, which I had pretty much forgotten about. I went back through my journals, found the list and he checked every 
thing on the list. And he said the running the running joke was because I I did put height and build because I'm shallow like that, but I never put race. And so he was like. Because uh, yeah, just, the universe is funny like that. Yeah, and I just assumed you know God was gonna send me this in a blackmail package, um, which is what <laughs> I was used to having, and he, that was the running joke between us for years was that I forgot to be specific. <laughs> so I'm like really, really proud of you, and I've got all the things I wanted, and I didn't think that it would be in a woman in a female package. So it's just like, uh, yep. I get it. Yeah. That okay, that is really cool. Keep it. Keep doing it. Like that and it's it's also a reminder that we have the power to create our reality. That like, is so true. We don't and have to say that all the time. There's all oh, the mind is so powerful. I'm just like, yeah, get off my dick. Like you're just <laughs> bullshit. Like I just <laughs> well, it, I think people spend so much of their life reacting to circumstances and surrounding exactly circumstances and and you're letting feelings linger too long you're supposed to feel and then let it go yes catch and release (laughs) yeah like it's okay to feel sad or angry but you're not supposed to sit in it and that, that was my issue but Right, man. Once you can control your thoughts, and even if you have like an anxious thought or or a thought that's off your path, all you have to do is redirect your those thoughts, and you're good. Yeah. But that's its own challenge, and not everybody gets there. It's everybody has their path to that. Well, and I'll say this: um, during Mercury retrogrades, I can I'll I usually am aware, and I think about it in terms of technology. But every now and then, a Mercury retro, retrograde will send me into the past, thinking about all the shit somebody mm-hmm. did, and how I've learned to get myself out of that is like, wait a minute, how is this serving you? Like, what what are you getting out of this right now? And it's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> actually, actually, this is like really making me feel like crap. And so I don't want, I'm, you know what? Okay. We're done with that. And, and it's the more you learn, the, I've, that's just been a practice of mine that I picked up over the last 10 years or so. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. The first time you try to do it, it's, it's, you know, well, for some, for me, it wasn't that easy to just be like, yes, negativity stop in my head. Uh, it was like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> we're going to sit with you for a minute and you're going to be all right with it. And now, and when I learned to ask myself, how is this serving you right now? Like, is this propelling you forward? Is this making you feel good? Is this benefiting you in any way? And the answer is always no. It's like, all right, then mm-hmm. we don't need this. So you got to carry that. on. Yeah. I love that. Um, so we took our little digression. Yeah, took a little detour there. Back to the fun stuff. Sorry, guys. All yeah. right. <laughs> um, what about, uh, oh, I'll tell you one of the things I, I mentioned this last episode. And if you follow me, you've seen on my Southern Girl Media Instagram, my under desk treadmill, man. Yes. Please shoot me that link. So legit found. So here's how I got this, um, desk. I was on TikTok one day and there was this white woman who was talking about she lost 50 pounds in one year walking 
while working. And I was like, what? So I clicked on her profile and then, you know how you do, you just go down the rabbit hole. And so for 2020, she had a plan to walk 10 million miles in, no, I'm sorry, 10 million steps in one year. And she'd been, um, she works from home anyway. She's like an insurance person and she needed movement and decided to challenge herself to do 10 million steps. And she was trying to get on the Ellen show, which I don't think she ever made it. So her goal wasn't even really about weight loss. It was to get on the show. show. And here's here's the benefit. She lost the 50 pounds and she is recovering. She's in recovery. So she showed photos um, from when she was, in active alcohol addiction and weightlifting and her body was like tight. She had a, her body was banging, but she was like, yeah, but I was drunk every day. (laughs) And then she shows she's five years in recovery and picked up 50 pounds. And she was like, I just needed to move my body and in a way that wasn't going to stress me out. And then COVID hit. So she had set this, um, she had set this goal before COVID and then COVID was just the perfect excuse. And so she didn't hit the 10 million steps. She hit like 9 million something steps. And that's where I found her, where she was celebrating. Um, someone had tagged it and moved that post where she had lost the 50 pounds, hit the 9 um, million plus steps and was reducing her goal for 2021, but was, Now she's moving into um, toning her body. And so I just went through all of her videos and I was like, she's just literally walking on a treadmill. And so she, that was it. There's a, she posted that she has an under desk treadmill. um, The handle goes down when she's walking. If she decides to run on it, you can lift the handle. And so that's, I got the treadmill with the handle and because I noticed during, it's funny, I've worked from home before and it's not been as big of the sitting hadn't been as big of an issue as COVID, but that's also because I was out having meetings and coffee shops and the whole nine COVID, none of that was happening. So you're literally doing everything at your desk in front of a computer and everybody else's weight gain came at the beginning of COVID. Mine came the last six months. And so I was like, I've got to move my body. And also I just, I don't, I'm I'm not happy to run in the heat. I hate it and have in the 12 plus years I've been running. I've always complained about running in the summer and every summer I say, I'm not going to do it and pretty much don't. So I bought this thing about three weeks ago and it has been, I mean, I've lost two pounds. I have an undisclosed number to go, but what has happened mentally for me? Yeah. Those like three weeks has been amazing. Like I feel more clear. I feel more creative. I don't feel so blah and like sitting all day and feeling exhausted as if I had done something strenuous when I hadn't. And now I am standing or walking most of the day 
And then when I sit in the evenings, it's almost like my body's like, well, why are we doing, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Yeah. So that's my, like, I am really excited. Send me that link. I am, I am now intrigued. Yes. Especially with your new gig. Um, you Working want- from home indefinitely. I love it. Can we talk? I mean, can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing without? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I work for a company uh, in telemedicine. They're based in the UK, but I work with their software development team okay. to actually build the platform that clients and companies are using. So we don't deal directly with patients, but we deal with the doctor's offices, the hospitals, the pharmacies, the CVS, the Walgreens. Um, So for patients who actually can't come into office, they can have telemedicine or uh, they can see their doctors without having to actually leave. We build that app. We build that platform. So... Oh, yeah. so you look at you look at your y'all gotta just see her little cheeks <laughs> happy. like I'm so glad to be doing something that I'm actually proud of now like I didn't even like telling people where I worked before and so it's just I just have a sense of pride in what I'm doing now and I love it so much oh that's awesome um any last thing you're geeking out on um I literally just finished Handmaid's Tale <gasps> Oh, so good. What did you think about the last episode? So I I'm worried about Luke. Poor Luke. <laughs> Poor Luke. He don't know what to do with this June. No, he don't know what to do it at all. It is I think they have come to the end of Oh yeah, because she's very much still in love with Nick. She's in love with Nick. And I think she loves him. I think she still loves Luke, but... They're not as compatible. It's the failings. They both feel that they They'll have never forgive them. themselves. Yes. Yeah. That. And also, this woman is walk. Talk about walking trauma. Yeah. This, like, June is... a. And all of them, all of them. All I'm about to say, but she's infecting all of them because Maura was getting them down to a place where it's just like, okay, how do you feel today? And June is just like, so we're going to fuck them up or not? <laughs> June is like, I have power. They tried to render me powerless. I have power and I am going to be destructive yeah. with that. Um, and unfortunately, some good people are going to be, they're going to be, caught up in the destructive wake but yeah no that legit yeah is i i and i don't want to spoil the last episode so you and i will talk about the specifics off um off air because i feel like this one particular thing that happened that literally changed changed the entire plot um i feel like it could have it did, it could have happened a different way, so I we'll talk about it. I don't know. Okay, okay. Um, I want to say the last thing I think that I'm really well. Two things. I know I mentioned stars earlier, um, and so the other thing I'm kind of geeking out on is power. So really, everybody else was watching it. I absolutely refused to pay for stars to watch power. And yeah, for one show, it just, it feels like a con. Go ahead. <laughs> and, right. And so, but then I ended up wa- getting it. And so I s- 
started watching it and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I already know how it ends thanks to my Facebook feed, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's been an interesting journey to watch it, especially I have some insight, but I don't know specifically what happens. Are you finished? No, I just, I literally just started. I just, I think I just hit episode four or five yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I like season one. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like follow all the other stuff. Um, but yeah, there's I'm, a lot going on now. Jason yeah. is doing a lot. Yeah. And I, so I love spinoffs sometimes, but sometimes I think spinoffs just end up doing the most and bastardizing the original story. So um, the last thing I want to talk about, Lovey Ajaye Jones's Instagram. Lovey is a blogger, professional troublemaker. She wrote a book called Professional Troublemaker. I've been listening to her for, I don't know, about her podcast about three or four years. And then she had a podcast um, called Jesus and Jolof with um, Yvonne Orji. But her Instagram, like, if you are even remotely considering using Instagram as a platform, anybody listening, y'all need to check out Lovey Ajaye Jones and especially her stories. And it's Lovey, L-U-V-V-I-E. Um, if you just type in Lovey, L-U-V-V-I-E, you'll get probably all of her stuff. Um, like the way she uses Instagram is legit, but also the way she cusses people out when they oh, I enjoy that <laughs> when they try to come for her, and she's also short and tiny, like so she's pocket size. Um, but she, you know, because she speaks out on so many things, people are always inboxing her, and her favorite message these days is like, "Look, if y'all have seen it, I have seen it." If you have something to say about it, you say something about it, but don't inbox me to tell me that I need to speak on this. And just we say internet. Right. Yeah. That that part. And it's just so um like the way she uses her power. And she's also controversial. So don't get me, you know, for those who've been following her for a while, she's she She's Nigerian and, you know, she's got a huge connection to her roots and that is amazing. But, you know, she's had some missteps in the past. But if you need an example of how to use your platform, she is Hmm. excellent. She is excellent. And she lets you into her life, but we don't know her life. I love I that. Know. I love when I don't know anything. Yeah, I, like, I don't like knowing the things. I wish yeah, people would share you, so much less. She, you only see what she wants, and she's real clear about that. Like setting up parameters, like hold up, hold up, hold up, and also protecting her energy. She's yeah. very good about protecting her energy, and so which um, is important for everyone, everybody. You don't everybody. realize you're sharing all of these things on the internet because it's so cool. But as soon as someone used that picture, who does not fuck with you, like that's bad mojo. I don't have time for that. Right, right, and and just building like not being afraid to do hard things or scary. Mm. Things. 
So anywho, that's it for me. That's, that's a lot. I mean, it's not too much. I'm definitely going to look more into where I have her page pulled up now, but I'm going to finish. Have you seen Black Lady Sketch Show? I watched maybe one episode when it first came out and then I don't know what was happening in my life. I just forgot about it. You forgot about it. Season two dropped and it's so good. Okay, so I need need to put that on my list. Robin Thede is her mind. Like, she's just hilarious and she's a very talented writer. I love all of the characters that she plays. Um, I'm just, I'm going to let you watch it. I don't want to be any sort of bias influence or anything like that. So just let me know if you do watch it because it's super, super funny. Were you about to say something? So I do, a question just popped into my head because I know that show's on HBO and HBO makes me think of Insecure. So what are your thoughts? It's time to go or we could have used a couple more seasons because you know the last season's coming up. I am a huge fan of letting stories end. Okay. Huge. I I don't like when I feel like things are stretched out just because, Mm -hmm. just because you can. Like I like when stories have a nice cohesive ending and when you can plan an ending, because not all shows have the luxury of being able to plan their end. So it was just end abruptly. So I'm, I'm actually cool with it and it opens her up to do new projects and I'm a huge fan of everything that she creates. So I'm not mad about it at all. And are you okay with her being Spider-Woman? I am actually super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. And that's the thing about watching stories like Issa's, where she just went from doing a a web series to having her own show on HBO. And now she's playing a a character that she's always been a fan of. And that's so, so, so inspiring. Because I was having a conversation this past weekend. Like, there's no difference between, between us and them. There is no such thing as us and them. We're all just human beings. Some people just have the confidence or the courage or the fearlessness to say, hey, here's my art. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Because that's a scary thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That's literally the only difference. So you and I will have a date to go see Spider-Woman. Yay! Yeah. We're going to do that. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm super excited. Well, I think we just had another excellent episode and yes. we're excited to be back and doing the summer back thing. in the flow, like we never left. Ah. Feels so good. I guess you can take us on out for this. Gonna take you on out. We're not going to tell you what next week's episode is about. It's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> to <But> us <laughs> as well. <laughs> Um, but feel free to let us know what you guys have been geeking out about put us on the new stuff if you like any of the things that we shared let us know Um, until then we'll see you next Tuesday be unapologetic in all the things peace you wrapped up an episode of the Technicolor podcast hosted by two amazing women Dewana Brockington and Brianna Doctor the Technicolor podcast is a proud part of Southern Girl Media a platform dedicated to amplifying the voices of black creators find this podcast and more by subscribing to Southern Girl Media on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud.